Sadhus to his home. You going? Yeah. Going to the airport? Where are you going? Hmm? Oh, work. You're not going anywhere. Work at this time of night? What a miserable life. <laughs> you have a night shift? Oh, someone's coming. See, the modern civilization, they have night shift, day shift. They keep you working all night. Krishna has night shift also. (laughs) He's dancing all night. So that's what we're saying about Krishna's, uh, Prabhupada's father, he used to pray to all these sadhus. That please bless my son that he can become a pure devotee of Radharani. He didn't know that his son is already the greatest devotee of Radharani. And he has come to teach the whole world about Radharani. And Prabhupada's father is praying, please bless my son, he can become a great devotee of Radha. He's already topmost devotee of Srimati Radhika. So like this, this is inconceivable. Krishna is inconceivably wonderful and his devotees are also inconceivably wonderful. When Prabhupada was going to America, no one knew. Prabhupada was living in Vrindavan and it was just like so many sadhus in Vrindavan. So they thought this Bhaktivedanta Swami is not a sadhu, there's so many sadhus. No one took him very seriously. Prabhupada said, I'm going to go and preach in the West. And no one took him seriously. Preach in the West? What are you going to America for? An old man like you, going, just going for tourism? And others said, why are you leaving Vrindavan? That's a great offense. You came to live in Vrindavan. Now you should just stay here and die here. And if you die in Vrindavan, then you'll go back to Godhead. They said to Prabhupada, they don't know that he's already back to Godhead. He doesn't have to do anything to go back to Godhead. So no one took him seriously. Why are you leaving Vrindavan? Prabhupada wasn't leaving Vrindavan. He took Vrindavan with him. He made Vrindavan all over the world. Where is Vrindavan? Where there is Radha and Krishna, there must be Vrindavan. If there's only Krishna, then it may not be Vrindavan. But if there's Radha and Krishna, it must be Vrindavan. So Prabhupada, he established Vrindavan in different temples all over the world and in so many hearts he he gave Vrindavan. But no one understood. They just thought, this is an ordinary person. He came to America and who understood? He was just walking the streets alone in New York. And then, gradually, he developed and taught everyone how to be Krishna conscious. And the movement he started is going on expanding and expanding more and more and more people by Prabhupada's mercy are understanding about Krishna. So who can understand? Krishna is so wonderful and his devotees. You can't judge just by looking at them. Even Prabhupada, he was talking very simply. If you listen, there's we have 700 cassettes of Prabhupada's lectures. If you hear Prabhupada talking, Prabhupada will just talk very simple philosophy. So many, so many lectures, one lecture after another. Very simple philosophy. You're not this body. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
surrender to him. We are servants of God. We cannot be happy if we don't surrender to Krishna. In Kali Yuga, the only way to understand God is by chanting Hare Krishna. Follow these principles. Simple, straightforward. If you listen to Prabhupada's lecture, it's not like an it's not what you would call entertaining, just like so many speakers in India, they give lectures, but it's like an entertainment. It's Krishna Leela, Ram Leela, but the idea, the idea is just some kind of entertainment. Or even if someone's speaking philosophy, usually they like to talk in such a way that they like to show off their learning, see how much I know, and like this. But probably wasn't like that at all, just speaking very simply. And the way people spoke with people, many times you wouldn't understand what a great person he was. Very simple, but he had so much potency to spread Krishna consciousness. So Krishna is not very easy to understand him, and it's not very easy to understand his devotee either. And the whole process is, we may not understand so many things, but if we simply try to please Krishna by pleasing his devotee, then we can understand Krishna. The process to understand Krishna is, or, or to get Krishna's mercy, is to please his devotee. And how can we please his devotee? The devotees are pleased when we serve Krishna. And Krishna is pleased when we serve his devotee. So the devotees, they are engaged in bringing other people to serve Krishna. That is the business of the devotees. Krishna says, Always think of me and become my devotee. So if we want to be if you want to do something to please Krishna, then we see Krishna is asking everyone to be his devotee. So if we try to bring others to become Krishna's devotees, then Krishna is very pleased. We should see what Krishna wants. Sometimes people are very eager to enjoy Krishna consciousness. I will simply speak about Ras Lila and so many things. I will enjoy it. So no doubt it's very enjoyable. Why does Krishna come to this world? He doesn't have to come, but he comes to show his Lila, to attract us back to him. But at the same time, the whole how can we enter into the mood of Vrindavan? The whole mood of Vrindavan is service. It's not that we're enjoying. It's not like you go to a cinema and you watch some people dancing. So you also watch Krishna dancing. It's not like that. The whole mood is one of service. Even the gopis, they're dancing with Krishna, but their their whole idea is how Krishna will be pleased. The gopis decorate themselves very beautifully because they think that Krishna will be pleased. And Krishna, he reciprocates with them. So the whole mood is one of service. So if Krishna wants that we should, Krishna wants that we should bring more people to become Krishna conscious. So in this way, the devotee who is engaged in bringing more people to Krishna consciousness, Krishna is very pleased with him. We see that in Bhagavad Gita. Krishna says, one who is preaching my message, there is no one more dear to me than he. So, devotees who are preaching Krishna's message, 
they're very dear to Krishna. And if we serve those devotees, and how do they? Then Krishna becomes very pleased. And how do those devotees want to be served? They don't want any anything for themselves, but they simply want us to help them with their work, which they're doing in service to their spiritual master, which is to go on spreading this Krishna conscious more and more. So Krishna himself also comes to spread this Krishna conscious. Krishna says, Krishna, Thomas Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that Krishna conscious should be spread to every town and village. So anyone who does that, he becomes very pleasing to Lord Chaitanya. So this is our whole process. Krishna is very difficult to understand. But if we just accept even theoretically that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and I am his servant, therefore we should serve him. And if we do that service, then gradually we can understand Krishna. And when we understand Krishna, then our life is perfect. So Krishna consciousness is very enjoyable, completely perfect, completely pure. It gives us the best results. People all over the world are taking to Krishna consciousness more and more. Directly, people are becoming devotees and indirectly, people are accepting reincarnation, vegetarianism. This morning I was seeing so many people are playing computer games where they have some idea of some cosmic power from beyond the universe who has all kinds of wonderful powers. So this is preparing people to accept the exist the reality of the spiritual world. So in so many ways there are so many good signs that this Krishna conscious movement is just going to spread more and more and more and more. Preaching is a struggle, no doubt. But Gradually, it's becoming easier and easier. In the beginning, it was more difficult because no one knew anything. Now people know about our movement. Among Indian people, there's a good respect for that. We've distributed many, many books and many people have read them. So the more we preach, the easier it becomes, actually. Because the more people become exposed to Krishna consciousness, the more they become inclined to accept these principles. So, we should go on with this, studying Bhagavad Gita, chanting Hare Krishna, preaching the message of Krishna. And our life will be very happy, and we will, we will become happy, seeing others become happy in Krishna consciousness. And our life is guaranteed success. Go back home, back to Godhead, to dance eternally with Krishna. So all in all, it's a very good proposition to be Krishna conscious. Those of us who have taken it up, we're very, very fortunate. You should know how fortunate we are. Go on with that process and try to make others fortunate also by spreading Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna. Any question? Yes, Ms. Mataji. In fact, you were asking me. Only with chanting will be delivered. Yes. Chant. I mean, if I do You can cook for Krishna also. No, if I do What do you like to do? I mean, I don't always get sponsored. But what do you like to do? What do you What do you like to do? 
What is what are the things that you like to do? Do you like to maybe you like to cook for Krishna also? Why don't you do something chanting and do some service, do something which will please Krishna? Yeah, I'm trying. Then you'll be very happy. Yeah, I'm trying. Chant, you can you could make some mala, get some flowers. Make some mala for Krishna. When there's a special festival, you can come and cook. We've been having last two days Bengali style prasad, just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to like. Krishna, he's eating more like UP style. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is eating more Bengali, Oriya style. So Chaitanya. In South India, he eats South Indian style. Krishna, he also likes different kinds of food. So he comes in different places to take different kinds. So you can also please Lord Chaitanya by just think how to please Krishna. No, but what I'm saying is do something to please Krishna. Apart from chanting, do something. Do something to please Krishna, something nice. Do something nice for Krishna. Krishna Kosha is very nice. Any other question? Have any question? What about yourself? Last night we were asking. I think in these Gulf countries we should have plenty of festivals because we can't do many outside activities, so maybe we can do more inside activities. At least the devotees. We have to keep everyone busy in Krishna's service. So when we do a lot of outside preaching, it actually makes us very blissful and gives a lot of life. Just like Bhaktajana Priya was saying that usually it's just like we do our day-to-day Krishna conscious activities. It may not seem so exciting. Actually, it is exciting. But that, that's the reason why we have festivals and preaching and all these things, just to just to keep keep our charge high. So festival means everyone comes, brings something for Krishna, you know, decorate the temple room, cook so many nice preparations for Krishna. Different festivals are there. Now Radhashtami is coming. You should make a nice feast for Radharani. You know what Radharani's favorite vegetable is? I got it in Bahrain. I think you must be getting, you know? It's uh, this Arabi. Yeah, you can get it here. You can get it in Bahrain, so you can get it. So you should cook that for her. In Vindavan, in all the Vindavan area, at the time of Radhashtami, the price of Arabi goes up like anything. Because everyone wants to buy for cooking. So you can cook. A nice festival. If we if we, if we please Srimati Radhika, then it will be more easy to please Krishna. She's more easy to please. Krishna's a little tough sometimes. But Prabhupada explained that Radha means she's the soft-hearted, soft-hearted feminine counterpart. 
this womanly nature is generally soft-hearted. So, if we can please Radha, she's more easy to please, like a trick. So then if she's pleased, and she'll say to Krishna, just see, such a nice devotee. And if Radha recommends, then Krishna will accept. The Prophet said, when you come to the temple, bring a flower for Radharani. Give a flower to Radha and she'll give to Krishna. Don't give to Krishna directly. Another time he used to say that if you, dec- you should decorate Radha more nicely than Krishna, and then Krishna will never leave. He'll always stay. Actually, to understand Radharani, not very easy. Not very easy. The exalted love of Radharani for Krishna, very high subject, not very easy to understand. But anyway, we are worshippers of Radha Krishna. In the line of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we are worshippers of Radha Krishna. So we try to please Radharani, give her a flower. We can ask her for some benediction, how we can cook nicely for Krishna. In Bengal, in the Bengali Vaishnav families, or in the temples, if we say that, oh, you cook very nicely for Krishna, then what will they say, you know? They'll say, all the mercy of Radharani. Someone who's cooking nicely for Krishna, it means they must be getting the mercy of Radharani, because that's her job, to cook nicely for Krishna. All right, so we'll finish then. Shall we finish? Should we have a little kirtan? Finish off with some kirtan. Oh, they already took the kirtan. We don't have any madanga, right? Everything. 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 Anyway, we can cut down. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu first went to, when he went to East Bengal, he told all the people, they were asking him, how can we worship Krishna? So I told them, when you finish your work in the evening, you come and sit outside and chant Hare Krishna and clap your hands. Kirtan karoha shave hate talidu. So we can do the same. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna.